everyone, welcome to our podcast, Coffee, Tea, and Wine. This show is about us creating a space to talk about things that we love from TV shows to movies, lifestyle, and culture. I'm your host, Chels, and this is Nikki. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the podcast, Coffee, Tea, and Wine. We're here in lockdown. I don't know how many weeks of quarantine it is. I lost count and I'm not going by this state in order because it seems like they just keep adding numbers. <laughs> <laughs> what is it extended to? What, May 15th? Well, New York. I don't live in New York. So my state is Girl, May 20th. And I just bye. feel like y'all should just add them 11 days. because <laughs> Okay, okay. But you're even longer than we are. So like we're May 15th. Y'all are May 20th. You know what? We we end here till June. <laughs> but but that's what I'm trying to say. Because it's like, what? I don't get it. Why would you go halfway into the month? You know what I'm saying? Like y'all might as well just have said June. Because at this point, we're not stupid. We understand what's going on. I understand it's like they don't want the static from like the re- the civilians because I feel like if, like you were saying outside of the podcast, we were having a conversation about this, that the government really don't want to be like, you know what? Y'all really ain't going outside till July. But we can't tell y'all that because <laughs> niggas going to be niggas. So like. That's true. I feel like when you give people like short increments of time, it it doesn't seem so bad. So everybody's like, okay, I can do 15 more days. Okay, I can do 15 more days. And then by the end of that 15 days, it's another, okay, no no problem. I can do another 15 days. And then you realize, hold on. Yeah, like, it's it's really been like two, three months now. But, you know, it's (laughs) it's messing with the psyche a little bit. But, you know, I guess we got to do what we got to do. So I'm not going to complain. Whenever outside opens, just know that I ain't going out there with y'all because y'all already it ain't going to be open for your birthday though. Listen, I'm already over it. I I've accepted <laughs> this as my truth, <laughs> and I'm not gonna complain. I guess you know, Taurus season is is canceled. Parts of Gemini season just might be canceled, so I guess I'm gonna be celebrating with the cancers whatever. Cancer season. I, <laughs> I don't even want to toot my own horn. Because Lord knows by the time like it gets down to the fall, we might be still in this. And I just don't want that to be me. So I'm gonna just going to save it and see when we get there. <laughs> exactly. Whenever it is, it's going to be a celebration regardless. I don't True, care. true. That's how um, So by the way, what are you sipping on today? Right now, I know the podcast is called Coffee, Tea, and Wine. I ain't drinking none of that. <laughs> none of the above. <laughs> I'm drinking ginger <laughs> You're drinking ginger ale? Yeah, it's like... I'm some... drinking ginger tea. Oh, I mean, close enough. You know what I mean? <laughs> Close enough. I'm like, I'm going to be really, really Jamaican right now. I'm going to drink some ginger tea. No, because I feel like, you know, ginger always make you feel, like, invigorated while you feel like... It's doing something to you. Like, it's giving yeah, you... Yeah, that little burn that you feel going down the throat. <laughs> Because I was going to make some ginger tea, though, and I was like, you know what? Let me just wait until I'm ready to go to bed, calm my nerves a little bit. Yeah. So um, did your quarantine check hit? What, what is it called? The stimulus check? Did it hit? Check. I mean, first of all, remember, I already thought that I wasn't going to get this check because I thought that. I didn't think I was going to get a check either, <laughs> in all honesty. So it it was so weird because. You told me you got your check. And I was like, wait, what? So I went and looked and then I didn't see my check. So I was like, all right, I'm not even going to bother. 
looking. So then I went to work and mad people were like, yo, the check hit. And I'm just like, I'm not looking because I already, I already looked when you said it and I know I'm not getting one. So somebody was like, you know, you might get $50. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I was just like, what am I supposed to do? I mean, granted, it's money, but $50, what am I about to do, buy gas? So I was like, all right, hey, whatever. you never know. So then another person hit me up and was like, yo, did you get your check? So I was like, you know what, let me check this account real quick. Check my account. Lo and behold, it was there. Was surprised. Still ain't spend it yet because I'm still... <laughs> in like disbelief that it belongs to me <laughs> i feel the same way too like um i'm like are we gonna end up like paying for this next tax season are they gonna take it out of our taxes because in my honest opinion i don't feel like this government gives us anything for, for free, free. No. there's always a stipulation so i did spend mine and before anybody tried to critique me or come for me <laughs> it was I, bills. Bills. <laughs> I was smart about it and i got ahead on my bills and um and and if they do take it next year, it is what it is. At least the bills are paid. At least I'm on top of everything. And that's all I really wanted to be. True. I'm not saying I wasn't on top of things, but it feels nice to like know like there's a little extra security in my bill my bill paying ability. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly what I'm trying to do with mine as well. But like I said, it's kind of like you don't want to spend it and then have to replace it. If it really wasn't yours in the first place to begin with. So it's like, I'm just going to hold off a little bit. I might just do it when I get my other paycheck this week and just pay bills. Because I have no intention of doing nothing crazy either. I don't need no clothes, no shoes. It's not like me going anywhere. We're not going nowhere. I'm just trying to be on top of things as well. Yeah. And I feel like that's just the smart way to go about it. You know, if you're buying groceries, necessities, I feel like that's the best way to go about it. And you know about the talking about he went and bought Yeezys. I looked at him and I was like, "Why, y'all? <laughs> to stunt on whom, sir? To stunt like, on whom? <laughs> I guess to stunt at us while we're at work. But I'm like, at this point, nobody's looking at your feet, sir. Nobody's mm. looking at your feet. I see people wearing their their old Yeezys today, <clears throat> though, and I'm just like, bruh not even in this time like because i was telling somebody after this i'm about to throw out my sneakers they were like are you crazy like all you gotta do is clean them up i'm like nah i don't want no remnants of this in my life i'm throwing away i i you're right i think i'm gonna buy new sneakers well i've only been wearing the same sneakers to work Mm -hmm. i haven't like taken out anything else out of my closet i haven't really done well Outside of my work clothes, I have not worn really anything else outside my closet. So you're right. I probably will, <clears throat> excuse me, when this is all over, just chuck it and just order new ones. But that means I would have to order new ones before I chuck them because then I won't have sneakers to wear to work. Well, I do have extra, but I like wearing black on black while I'm at work. So yeah, yeah, that's a thought. Like I actually might really chuck my sneakers when this is all over. I mean, we've been covering, we've been covering them, but it's just that like feeling of, are we doing enough? Because it's almost like I keep thinking to myself that everyone keeps saying, you know, if you're doing the proper precautions, you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. But then my thing is there's people that are doing the proper precautions and they're still getting sick. sick. So what is it that we're not doing or we're missing that's mm-hmm. causing us to still get sick so it's almost like I just just want to like f- 
chuck like you said chuck it <laughs> throw it in the garbage or whatever or I don't know maybe I'll clean them really well nah mine's are low-key old anyway so I wouldn't mind just getting rid of them uh, once this whole thing is I over I mean like uh, it's, a, it's a pair of Vaporvax so <laughs> <laughs> you can buy a new pair with your stuff <laughs> nah I'm good <laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs> If it was a pair of sketches, you know, it would have been a different. <laughs> you know what? Let's not laugh at sketches. Nah, no, they, they mad comfortable. They mad comfortable. I know. Yeah. That's why Something's I'm like. comfortable. Especially when you've been standing at work all day. Them things be saving your feet. Yeah, I hear a lot of people say them sketches is real comfortable. But I'm just really picky about, like, the soles of my shoes that... Mm. So I just go, and those have been like the most comfortable shoes for me. Vapor Max. Shout out to Nike. I don't know if y'all want to sponsor me. Let me stop. Let me stop. No, they can sponsor me <laughs> because I love Nike. <laughs> Nike, y'all want to sponsor the podcast? Right? <laughs> we will shout y'all out in every episode. Exactly. Essential work is in need of footwear. <laughs> Fact. And you know what? I wear Nikes to work. So if you want to, come to um you know provide your sister with a, a pair of extra sneakers i won't mind exactly and we're not partial to just vapor maxes <laughs> we'll take anything at this point you know nike reacts whatever y'all want to throw in we'll Air Max exactly 97s whatever <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness okay so you know how on instagram well i've seen it on instagram because that's pretty much the only social media that i really go on on a consistent basis how they're saying, like, all the women are going to come back and looking rough. Like, your nails are going to be grown out. Like, your hair is looking, looking crazy. But, like, let's be serious. These celebrity men are looking wild. They're looking like gremlins. Yeah, a lot of them are looking real shabby. I'm just like, <laughs> none of y'all ever groomed yourself. This is, you always have somebody on hand doing this for you that now when you're limiting contact with people, y'all can't do the bare minimum. Because you know who, like, Diddy? Okay, I know I know Diddy is older, right? But seeing him now, I'm just like, whoa. Like, dude, you age like a few years. Cause guys always like love getting their lineups and making sure like their beards, if they have a beard, is all, you know, um trimmed and whatever you call it, groomed. But when they let themselves go, they just look rough. And I'm like, y'all can't be talking about us. DJ Khaled looked like he works in a bodega. (laughs) For real. Because I feel like women, we're really versatile in terms of, like, stuff that we could do with our hair. And I feel like for men, it's either you're going to shave it off or you're going to grow it out. There's really much, not much they could do. We could just throw on a wig or not. We could throw it in a ponytail. If if it's short, we could just keep it, you know, curly, whatever. We have a lot of options to do with our hair and stuff, which they don't. I mean, we're not growing facial hair, thank God. <laughs> like, so we don't have to worry about stuff like that. So, but for me, it's almost like I I know a lot of dudes that can cut their own hair. So it's just, I thought I thought that was like almost a universal thing. Yeah. Like most dudes they can, but they rather go to a barber because. All the men in my family, they cut their own hair. So I'm just like, y'all never picked up some clippers Exactly. I guess not. But a part of me feels, too, that it's almost like 
these celebrities can have someone come and do stuff for them, but they just want to make it appear that they're practicing like these safe stay at home orders where they're not putting people at risk because almost I'm almost pretty sure there's people that's having people come and do stuff for them. You don't believe? You don't think so? No, no I do feel like people are making house calls. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I believe it. <clears throat> but I feel like it's not as serious now because... You're not really doing nothing. You're not really We're not doing nothing. Now. It's not going nowhere. So who am I looking fresh for? Exactly. You know what I mean? So I feel like that's what it is. It's because they're really not going anywhere. Because if they had to make appearances and anything, they would have definitely made the sacrifice and had somebody wear a mask, come over, and make sure they look good. Exactly. We see Teddy Riley with his 10-man band. None of them was wearing masks. That's not <laughs> essential. They did yeah. not need to be there. <laughs> this Teddy Riley versus Babyface Bill Bacle. Listen. <laughs> Your man did... My man. Your man was I, doing I, the most. I'm not claiming Teddy Riley. Let me tell you. I get on IG. I go and see the live. And I see, like... They're, to me, I felt like they were late, right? So I come off doing whatever. I go back on. It still seems like they're not starting. I was like, okay, whatever. Go on Twitter and people are even talking about how, like, what was taking you guys so long and, you know, that you guys need to be professional and be on time. So then I went back on again and I see that they're both on and they're live. I see Babyface in his, I'm pretty sure, his home studio sitting chilling i see teddy riley with a mic stand <laughs> a screen behind him with visuals people he's in this burgundy outfit and i'm just like is he about to perform because i just thought you you're gonna play your song like what is going on listen i didn't watch it i didn't i didn't start to see all the commotion until after everything happened and babyface made his announcement that they're gonna you know reschedule so i didn't get to witness it i just saw the memes and the reenactments of, the, of what happened and all the, like, echo, <laughs> the echoing can you hear me can you <laughs> but i don't know like and my thing is this is the man that was saying that we should pay for this. Like you were trying to monetize off of this, and then hey. this is what happens. It's like God just humbled your ass and was like, "Humble him, wait." <laughs> because I'm just like, "What are you doing?" And people are like, "What in the non-social distancing is going on at Teddy Riley's house?" And then the hype man next to him was just—that <laughs> hype man was just glad to be away from his wife. Let me stop. <laughs> I was like, bro, you're not hearing this? But I mean, like, they they would not be hearing it, though. They really wouldn't be hearing it. <laughs> I'm, they weren't hearing it. But weren't they paying attention to the comments? people in your house and nobody could fix the sound. But, not a single soul. But not even in your house. But my thing is, if it's on live, people normally comment while you're doing stuff. So nobody's reading the, the messages. Like, bro, we're not seeing, we're not hearing you right. Like, it sounds I'm hot mess. They, by the time they noticed it was like a few minutes in and that's when they pause and try to like fix the, fix the issue mm -hmm. And but the thing about it that killed me is Teddy Riley got all these people all this commotion at his house trying to fix things, trying to be extra doing the most and you just see baby 
you just see baby face just sitting there waiting like i'm ready whenever you are like baby face is just like oh my God. i'm just gonna chill he kept a cool demeanor when you're ready just tell me when you're ready and, I'm, and everybody was like baby face did not survive coronavirus for these shenanigans <laughs> okay not for these shenanigans um it was uh swiss beats and timbaland get on live and they were talking about how um, less is more, which is true because all the other verses before this major one, everybody was just in their home studios with their iPhones and just playing their hits. Mm-hmm. No one's trying to perform. We're not expecting you to perform, exactly. right? Nobody's asking for a performance. We understand the state that we're in. We just want to hear the great music. Tamar got on live and talking about you ruined date night. <laughs> And she right though. Like you Teddy Riley single-handedly made all of Black America upset. He really did. I mean, for comedic value, no. <laughs> I don't no. think we're taking her that serious, but you know Twitter love Black Twitter. Because I was like, if I'm not gonna get entertained from this music, let me go over to Black Twitter where I know I will be thoroughly entertained and they did not let me down okay <laughs> black twitter was a1 on saturday night mm-hmm. i think i stayed up until like 12 30 something like cackling and i'm just like this is ridiculous and now it's supposed to be what tonight <clears throat> monday night yeah. and i'm just like monday night when Saturday or Sunday would have been the best time to do this. Monday night? I gotta go to work tomorrow. That's you, girl. You are the Please one don't that in. The one percenters. Everybody else gonna be up. So they'll they'll tune in. I'm gonna try. It's 8 Eastern time. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna do my best. Listen for a little bit. But if I'm they just start on time, because we know how. That, if they even start on time. If they even start on time. Um, did you got did you get to watch um Black AF? You could just why you gotta be so proper? <laughs> Are you making for, how am I being proper? It's black as fuck. Like just say it. <laughs> did you watch Black AF? <laughs> um, as I drink my tea. Lent is over, the accursing can resume. So anyway, I watched it, but <laughs> I watched it, but I just feel like I didn't really enjoy it as much as I thought I would. And it just seems like it's another, you know, spinoff of Blackish because we've already seen this dynamic of his family through that. Mm -hmm. Granted, it's like, I guess it's more uncensored because, you know, Blackish is on primetime TV, so you can't really do too much. But it gives it gives me like the office vibes, you know, like those type of comedy that's dry and you really have to have a certain level of <laughs> be at a certain level to understand it and how can I say it? It's it's have you ever watched Kirby Enthusiasm? Like those yeah, yeah it's it's it reminds me of something like that. So it's kind of like I didn't expect it to be like that. I, I there was still scenes in there where I laughed and thought it was funny but I just feel like we've already seen this dynamic of your family like why are we doing this again I've only got to watch one episode and 
it was hard for me to watch one episode because I'm just like, ain't this like, ain't this blackish? How many, how many versions or how many shows of your life you gonna give us? Exactly. And I'm just like, I don't need to watch this. I don't, I don't think it's that funny. It was a little hard to watch. In all honesty, I was watching it like the one episode, and I was just like, I don't think I'm gonna watch any more of this because we've seen this. This is literally blackish on Netflix, uncensored. Yeah. Uh, mm, can you guys can you give us something else? I don't know. It's it's just for me. It felt felt real flat, and I was just like, I'm not gonna waste the time that I can't get back on this. She said, "I'm not gonna waste." <laughs> you felt? I mean, I'll watch. I'm still gonna watch it. I'm still gonna finish it. How many episodes are there? I believe it's ten. Normally, those shows have like ten episodes. Mm. I think I'm on six. But yeah, Twitter is dragging it too. There's a lot of commentary online about it. Is it like positive stuff or negative stuff? Uh, I'm I'm getting I'm seeing more negative. Like it's very you know light skinned. But I I understand that aspect of it. But then I'm like, do you guys not realize who he married? So how, why would you expect there to be like? the Lupitas and you know I just didn't need another version of his life I already grownish mixedish I did not need this yeah I get that but it's almost like like I'm saying like if if they're saying it's kind of you know washed down in terms of like the whole colorism thing where we see more light-skinned people on um on film because it's more preferable air quotes air quotes but <laughs> but it's almost like that's his family his wife is is mixed so yeah. and he's not dark skin he's not so how you think his kids don't come out that's true it's for me too with him just on him every time I see him and I'm just like, yo, you really came out of Compton to become this writer. Like every time I right? see his tattoos, I have just it, it kind of throws me off a little. <laughs> me too. That's the thing too. I was looking at him like, look at you doing that, doing a damn thing. Like that that aspect of it, I can appreciate. That's true. Like he actually came up, <clears throat> came up and um, made it out. I I give him all like respect and props to that. I would never take that away from a person who works hard to make sure like, you know, he has a better life and his family has a better life. So that that's something I would never like discredit anybody for. And then I also But I feel like the he his writing and what he comes out with can be can be a little bit more dynamic though. True. You're right. Cause coming from like girlfriends and like, you know, stuff like that that is like classic. You Mm-hmm. Feel, but then I guess probably he's trying to you know move away from that one dimensional aspect of how he's represented because most of those shows are like on primetime TV so maybe he's trying to like genre out of that and do other things yeah but the dialogue though I felt like the dialogue was you could correct me, correct me if I'm wrong but did the dialogue feel forced <laughs> and or unnatural in some ways yeah and then I'm not used to seeing him acting too so that to me was kind of weird I don't think I've seen him in anything yeah yeah I don't think I've seen him 
act in anything either. No, but it's not just him, but just the overall like the dialogue didn't felt didn't didn't feel natural to me. It didn't really flow at times. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, mm, uh, you're missing it right here. But like I said, I only really got to watch one episode, and that one episode made me be like, yeah, this is not my cup of tea. But we still appreciate you, Kenya, and looking forward to more works in the future. And let's... I'm still going to give him a chance. <laughs> That's I'm, I'm still going to give him a chance. Like I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish watching it. I'm, because, listen, we've, we live in a society where white people make a lot of shit that don't even... Need to be watched. Need to be watched. And they get seasons after seasons. Um, I completely agree with you. So, supporting all things Black as usual... <laughs> You know what? You're right. So I'm going to take that little advice that you just gave me and I'm just going to put my TV on Netflix and let it run. <laughs> I'm gonna do some stuff. No, I'm serious. I'm going to give him his ratings. Like, you know, I because that's what I tend to do sometimes when it comes to like Spotify and stuff. Like sometimes, even if I'm not really interested in something, but I like the person and I just want them to get like, you know, streams, mm-hmm. I let that thing run. I'm, I, I'll do that. So I might just do that this weekend while I attempt to switch out my closet is to put it on and have it going on in the background I could do that much fair enough and let's talk about one of our other favorite writers Issa Rae and Insecure how did you feel how did you feel about episode two of Insecure episode two was short it's always short no, 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 no. It was actually short. What was it? Like 27 minutes? Was the episode the week before at least 30-something minutes? Or maybe 30 minutes? If you're going to only give us, I mean, we don't even get an hour. And I know this might be the one complaint I consistently have. Y'all bear with me. But 27 minutes? Come on. And when there's no commercial, we could at least push it to 30. <laughs> I don't think any of those shows are actually 30 minutes, like how they say it is i don't think so they probably it needs to be at least 35 they probably include the credits in that 30 minutes no like t- um shows on regular tv that have commercials yeah. when you watch them on demand they're not 30 minutes yeah. they're 20 like 20 23 mm-hmm. but with it being on hbo and there is no commercials i'm gonna need you to push to at least 30. That's what I'm but anyway, it's gonna be my it's gonna be my one complaint this every week. So let's let me just get over it. Anyway, how do you feel about Issa and Kalinda's relationship? I feel like they've kind of hashed out, you know, the awkwardness because they share one commonality, which is Lawrence, and they've squashed that, laughed about it, moved on, and now their work dynamic can go back to where it was before. It might not be a hundred percent where it was but it seems like it's at a comfortable state now and I feel like they work well together so just like I said before if after this project is done and she feel like she wants to sever ties with her fine but like you are already too deep into this now to cut 
I remember you telling me that you think Kalinda is Issa 2.0. Because the, she, they remind me so much of each other. And I'm just looking at it like, it's like, Lawrence, you basically got Issa with her shit together. That's what <laughs> I was just about to say that. I feel like that's what that is. Because Kalinda is kind of corny, yes. just like Issa. She's a little awkward, just like her. The only difference is, it's just that she has her life together mm-hmm. and Issa's in the process of getting her whole life together so I'm just like Lawrence you're just like Issa just in a different person exactly which I mean we already know most guys have a type so it's not kind of weird to see that I just found it weird that he well Kalinda brought up that they talked about him which they really didn't talk about him and he felt the need to roll up on Issa to tell her, you know, don't talk about me with Kalinda. I was like, nobody talked about you. Why men always feel like they're the center of attention? All they said was, you have a weird thing about eating fries with mayo. But it's like the ego again. It's going to make him feel like, you know, it was really more than that. And I don't, I don't want her to say something to her that is going to, like he said, I want her to know me for me based on like our interaction and not necessarily what someone else is saying so I feel like that's that fear that's coming in that yo I don't want my ex to be telling my new girl something about me that's going to potentially change her perception of me so I get that but I really feel like he didn't need to like roll up on her to tell her that he could have sent a yeah, text message none of that is even happening <laughs> he could have sent a text message he could have he really could have just sent a text message but you know his friends put the battery in his back to go do some shit it's always their friends always that's so true and you were right like i um watched the episode of the baby shower and you're right tiffany's husband was there and it was kind of nice to see him again in this episode because i like when granted the boy group in the show is trash (laughs) (laughs) but i like actually seeing all of them together you know what i mean like like the pack is back together um did you sense that there is like an awkwardness between Molly and Issa in the episode? Like, oh, when Molly was saying how when they were at the Tiffany's house for Halloween and Kelly and Tiffany knew about the whole issue with Molly and Asian Bay, and then Issa was like, oh, what what story? So you can tell like there's a little awkwardness going on between them but that's what I was saying to you last time that I feel like she don't she doesn't like when she's getting called out on her shit because you notice when they went hiking and Issa said something to her about him and then he called her and all of a sudden she was like you know what I'm not even gonna say anything about it that we were talking because she said something that she didn't want to hear about him that oh you always I forgot the line she said like you always try to find a problem with people or something like that that's what she said which is low-key true it is true because she really does because it's like you just met this man and we already established that he was dating other people and then now you're seeing that he's feeling you more than you thought that he was and it seems like it's going into a direction where y'all gonna be exclusive now and it's like you're still rushing the conversations that you want to have Although, a little bit, I did feel like Asian Bay wasn't... Being open enough? Yeah. I want to say you got to be busted wide open. <laughs> <laughs> but he was... It seemed like, and correct me if I'm wrong, he wasn't even giving anything. So it seems like she was talking about herself, her family, and 
things personal personal a lot like she was doing all the talking and anything with him he wouldn't even say nothing so I can understand that when we're having like conversation and we're trying to get to know each other and I'm telling you these things and I can't I don't even know what your birthday is you know what I mean Mm. it just seems like you you are holding back more than you should especially when it seemed like you were chasing me true but you know you know why I feel like I side with him because I feel like I'm like that (laughs) I I like to keep things strictly on the surface until I kind of get a sense of who you really are and low-key I'm the same way too but doesn't mean we're not critiquing us we're critiquing (laughs) them so um, so I'm 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 just letting you know that's why I feel like I'm gonna be biased with this opinion of yours because that's how I I would I would probably react as well I wouldn't be trying to give you too much of a sense of who I am until I get to know you on a deeper level and then I'll be like okay I'm but that's exactly what's happening she's talking about herself telling him you know personal things they're talk. well at least it's one side mm-hmm. she's talking on a deeper level but I'm not getting nothing back from you so if can can something give just a little bit just a little bit well, it seems like now he's open to doing it because he did hit her up and you know said that about time. <laughs> but it seems like every time when she overthinks and she let herself be known, it's like he's receptive to it and is open to doing Mommy the work. Just needs therapy and I need her to find her therapist. Where is the therapist that was here from like season two? Um, they need to bring her back because Molly needs it. All of them need it, but especially Molly. But I gotta say, I didn't appreciate how Issa allowed Kalinda to stay when they were having lunch. Oh. Because Huffa, anyhow, you and I are supposed to be having lunch to catch up on things that we haven't talked about. And you say, oh, this person can stay. I'm gonna give you the craziest look because I don't know this person. I have things to talk about with you and I don't need her to know my business. But you know what, Loki? I feel like that's why (laughs) there's a sense of awkwardness in between them because it's like, you notice every time when Molly kind of wants to talk to her, she's not available. But in that instant, I don't think she wasn't available because they made plans. Yeah, but it's like she's still making herself not available by having Kalinda be there when she wants time with her friend. She every time she calls her, she's either like, "Oh, I'm doing something. I'm gonna hit you up." Like I've seen it happen. Like the first episode, I think she had hit her up about something and she wasn't available. And then it's like she called her when she was at the concert and she wasn't available. And then it's like now she's in her presence and it's like you still have something blocking us from communicating, which is Kalinda. So it's like I feel like that's why she's like have they have this static between them where it's like, you know what, I'm just not gonna share as much as I used to with you because it's you you're not being you're not really showing up for me. That's how I feel like Molly is looking at it. True, true. But I feel like Molly is not used to Issa not being available because with Issa not getting her life together, Mm -hmm. there is going to be less time, right? Even with Kalinda being there because granted, Kalinda is helping her with everything, with the event. So even if she's not, Kalinda is not technically blocking on purpose but she's there because it's kind of it's a necessity for her to be around because she is helping out with the event Issa having getting her life together is is making it 
where there's less time for Molly. Molly's always had her life together. She's always had things to do. She's always going somewhere. She's always, you know what I yeah. mean? And she always had Issa to fall back on when she needed like advice mm-hmm. or somebody to talk to or whatever. And she's never been in a friendship where both people got their lives together and everybody's busy and doing stuff where you're not going to always be able to get me. Yeah. I, I... So I feel like that's what it is. And Molly's not used to that. Yeah, I could see that too. That's another, you know, way to look at it. So I feel like with them growing, for me, I feel like Issa's growing more than Molly. Molly is always been in a position of, you know, being career driven about her stuff, trying to make partner. So that's always been her. This phase that Issa's in is a different phase and it's in a new phase. So I feel like with both of them, they have to, I, I don't know how if I'm going to say this correctly, figure out a way to... But don't you feel like she's putting reform their friendship? But don't you feel like Molly's kind of putting on a facade as well too? Because she's making it seem like, like her work dynamic too is kind of like a struggle for her because of what she did in the previous season with the Victorian. Yeah, so it's I feel like Molly's presence in the office has always been kind of turbulent because because she's at a new firm Mm -hmm. now, right? The last firm I guess didn't. I have a frog in my throat. <clears throat> the last firm didn't um, value her as much. Mm-hmm. So she moved. And then now she is in this new firm. And now she's having issues with Torian. And because this, this is a more Black firm that she's at. Yeah. She's at. So it's just like, I don't know. I guess Molly has to figure out how to, yes, move forward. But you don't have to, like, cut people while you're trying to do that. Exactly, I don't Because that's how she- that's I'm not in the lawyer world. I don't know how that world works. But yeah, but that's how I feel like she messed up because it's almost like you came in with the intentions of, okay, I'm gonna, you know, make connections with these people and form good relationships because we're all essentially Black people and that's what we're gonna try to do is, like, stick together. But then it's almost like you did a cutthroat tactic to get to where you are because he was willing to work with you and then because these other people that you might have favored to work with, you just cut him off and just went and worked with them. That's mm-hmm. kind of like a snake move. So it's like, I would, I, I he has all right to be on the defense every time like he's interacting with her because he don't know what she's going to do. So That's true. But I got to give it to her that like, she apologized. Yeah, that was good. Of and it looks like they're going to be moving forward. In my head, I was like, please don't speak to <laughs> him because he's not even that cute. But anyway, <laughs> please. I'm trying to keep Asian Bay on the show because oh if I if I gotta lose Nathan, can we just at least keep one? Where person? is Daniel? But they're Asian Bay. Where is Daniel? I don't know. Is Daniel coming back? I'm not even sure. Yeah. I can't remember if I've actually seen him in the trailer or that not. Man is fine. He was in the photograph, you know. He that man is fine. Oh god. Yeah, he was in the photograph. But can we talk about these sex scenes? Listen, when Issa. <laughs> that's getting more and more risque I'm just like when the condom got stuck inside of Issa I was like girl no you need to cut this man off <laughs> <laughs> when they were having sex and, sex and when he said push my butt push, yeah I was like I was what? I was watching watching it with my uh, with my roommate and when I tell you I laughed for like a whole five minutes <laughs> Because I was just like, Issa, what are we doing? 
<laughs> oh my gosh. No. Her head was touching. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then I was just like, this ain't you, Issa. You you don't you're not supposed to go and fish for the comp although I know this happens quite a lot <laughs> in my line of work. I know this she happens quite a lot. To fish for the <laughs> like it happens a lot. But homegirl, you gotta fish for the comp. And when she was looking at herself in the mirror, she was like, you better than this. <laughs> you know, sometimes you got to have that self-talk. Like, yo, we better than this. For real. I've been there a few times. <laughs> like, girl, you better than this. But it's like, I just feel like because maybe relationship is not at the forefront right now for her. She's just like, whatever. I'm going to just mess around because I have bigger things I'm working on. And finding that mate is not a priority. So... <laughs> Well, I mean, she she finally cut him loose. Yeah, I'm just. Did she say two that. kids? Two kids and one on the way, girl. <sighs> I was just like, where, where did this TSA bay find have two kids and ha- have one on the way? So like, is he married or he's just out here having sex with a whole bunch of people mm-hmm. and he's getting somebody else pregnant? Because I don't see. Well, I don't want to jump to conclusion but for some reason I feel like Issa is not in that frame of mind yet to be sleeping with somebody who's attached to somebody else so that was a little curveball for us but um I hope like you know how they popped up Lawrence last season like we didn't know if Lawrence was there or not and then he came in like to the second I hope that's what happens with Asian like he just like say they have the block party and he shows up yeah because him and Asian Bay are friends so right you are so right. Like, oh my goodness, that would be so cool. So this, this is the goal. This is the goal. Like, like the show is not already written in. Because, because didn't he asked, Didn't he asked? Um, I think Asian Bay had asked Molly if it was okay if um Nathan came to the the first event that she had. So that means he's in town. Yeah. So because that they live together, they're roommates. So, right. And then he was like, so nah. that means he is he did yeah he is in town and he's around around. And this is where I feel like where okay where is Molly having sex? Is she's always having sex at her apartment? Is she having sex at his he's, house? Because I'm like I feel like you should run house. into Nathan at some point. It seems like she's always at her house. Cause I don't blame her. You better have sex <laughs> in the home comfort of your home. I don't in her bed. <laughs> You can always kick him out when you're ready. That's right. Um, yeah, I hope what happens is the she has a block party and he shows up and they can like figure things out because I like Nathan and I like him for I her. I like him too. I didn't. I, I really so, thought it was gonna be like a one and done, but I'm kind of happy that he showed like he was interested in her. Mm-hmm. But it's just whatever is going on with him that he needs to work on. Which I hope he's yeah. doing that, using this time to do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's the goal for I say that's the goal for insecure. Like I have rights to be telling <laughs> But these are the things I hope for. So that's how I feel. Um for this like wind down section of the podcast, I wanted to talk about um it's been going around social media about the pressure of like you feeling the pressure of you got to come out of this quarantine with a new skill. And I just feel some type of way about that. Like, don't give people something else to be anxious about coming out of a quarantine and not having, quote, unquote, a new skill to show off with. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I feel like you're just putting pressure on people outside. Like, we're already trying to, like, stay 
mentally healthy don't make us feel like we have to be utilizing this time to do something new I don't like it I see I it, the first time I saw it and the first time I read it it rubbed me the wrong way and I just I, I have also seen other people like kind of say the same thing because I'm like one some of us are still going to work and we're just trying to make it through the day two other people are trying to just cope just being home especially people who live by themselves and not having being able to um, interact with people physically you you know everything's through zoom facetime or whatever so i just feel like this time that we're in it's really just trying to make sure you are mentally and emotionally healthy and when you come out of this if you want to learn something new you can do so yeah i agree with you i don't feel like anybody should feel pressured to come out with a craft or you know some type of skill like I've, I think I saw something where someone was saying that a lot of us haven't really had to sit and deal with who we are and this time mm-hmm. is kind of like giving us the opportunity to reflect on ourselves and I, I think I respect that more because it's true like how many of us really got the opportunity to really sit and just think on things See. yeah just like moving day by day going to work, coming in, sleeping, eating, and it's like repeat all the time. You really don't get that time to sit and assess and take in things. And I feel like I would rather use this opportunity to do that and get a sense of who I am, get a sense of self, and use that to drive you moving forward as opposed to feeling like, oh, I need to come out playing an instrument or I need to come out with a business plan or I need to come out with yeah everybody's like that book you wanted to write or that song you wanted to to write and I'm just like I just want to make it to 2021 exactly in all honesty (laughs) like that's that's just my hopes and dreams at this moment make it out this COVID-19 healthy make it to the see my next birthday hope that my family is good and just, you know, be, you know, hopefully that my mental health is where it needs to be and be a better person. And like you said, be secured in who I am. So when I step back out, I know who Nikki is and you can't tell me nothing. Like this is me and this is what you get and take it or leave it. Lord knows it's going to be a challenge, but all we got is time. (laughs) (laughs) All we got is that is true all we have is time but um like I said just let's take this time to work on be well work on ourselves if need be and if you do have something that you want to work on and you didn't ever have time before because I'm not saying you don't have to work on a new skill you know what I mean but don't put pressure on other people for that to be their burden but for you if you want to work on a new skill learn something new write your book get your business plan together and you before you didn't have enough time to focus on it and be able to do it, listen, by all means, go at it. Because you're, we really, unless these people in Florida and the Midwest and everywhere else listen in their house, (laughs) we're we're never going to get a time like this ever again, where staying home is not frowned upon. Like, what did you do all day? I was home. Like, you know what I mean? We're never going to get this type of... You talking about Florida, girl? You didn't hear about them in Brooklyn? Let me stop. Let me not even go into this. Let's not go into that because I'm mad at them. I am mad at them. But no. Don't get me hot right now because I'm mad at them. Um, But yeah, so if 
if you're if the side of the coin you're on is like let me learn let me learn a new skill let me do this one project I've always been thinking about this one project I've always wanted to do boom all power to you if you're on the other side of the coin that says I just want to make sure I'm healthy once this once this quarantine is lifted I can come out and just be sane great for you as well so let's not just knock each other for the way we choose to yeah let's not do that let's just encourage each other and make sure that we all coming out of this healthy and sane and I feel like that's the the biggest and the major goal that any of us could ever have because I mean like let's be serious we started this podcast in this quarantine so we're on that side of the coin where you know we wanted to do something we have the time to where we can start build it create a routine, have something going by the time everything goes back to normal. But at the same time, on the other side of the coin, like, yo, I need a chill today. And both of us are still working while this quarantine is going on. Like, we're the 1% that still got to go outside. So there's there's levels to this, and there's different aspects to this this new new, what? New normal that we're dealing with. Oh, gosh. But anyway, guys, just stay safe as usual. Stay inside so we could get this under control and have some type of, you know, life beyond COVID-19. <laughs> I saw a meme that said, <laughs> I just want one cookout. <laughs> and it's like a picture of um the plate on, on your knees, like that cookout table. <laughs> like, <laughs> the plate of food on your legs. I was like, I feel y'all. I just need one cookout. I, I just need one brunch. If I could get one brunch with my girls, I'd be all right. But I'm not going to forcibly try to go outside. Mm-hmm. No, nah. I'm trying to stay inside for the greater good. So that's how I feel. But anyway, guys, it's been great. Thank you for listening. And we'll catch you on the next Bye. one. Go ahead. <laughs> nah, I started the last time. We're not doing We're that. doing this tit for tat shit? Yes. You go this time. Mm-mm. Go out with it. <laughs> <laughs> I got all day. <laughs>